0: Hi, lovely lady. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I am your host, Stephanie Clarice, and this is a short, encouraging podcast for moms who want to love God, love his holy word, and love their family. How does that sound? Are you ready to start your 500 Seconds to Joy? Then let's dive into today's episode. Hello there. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. It is a joy to have you here today. And I just want to read this Bible verse to just ground our conversation today. I'm talking with you about what it means to have a real relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And then I'm going to introduce Jodi Maccabee, who is just a lovely, lovely Christian mom who I've just had the pleasure of getting to know and connecting with and learning from. So first I'm going to read Deuteronomy 6 verses 5 to 9 and everything we're talking about today is rooted in these verses. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down and when you get up, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So we've all heard this, right? To love God with all our heart and soul and strength. But what does this really mean, to love God? Well, I think the first step is to have a real relationship with, with Jesus. I've been meditating on this a lot because we can't see Jesus, right? We we know him and we love him and that's why we're here listening today, right? We want to have a real relationship with him. But sometimes he feels like an idea rather than a person we're having a relationship with it with in real life. And I think this is because we often forget what it means to have a real relationship with somebody. So often we're distracted by our phone, or the million things on our to-do list that we don't take the time to slow down. And maybe we have a bunch of kids and a really busy family life, and it is hard to slow down. I totally get that. But we do need a few quiet moments to slow down each day and to pour into our relationship with Jesus. Now I'm not going to tell you that that means you need to get up earlier than your kids. I often don't in this season of life. Sometimes I do and it's lovely but often I don't and that's okay. Maybe it's in the afternoon during quiet time or nap time. Maybe it's in the evening after kids go to bed. I don't know what it is for you, but I know to have a real relationship with someone. The number one thing is time. Any good relationship involves time and usually a sacrifice of time. It involves undivided attention. There's a balance of talking and then listening, right? We talk to God, we listen to hear what He has to say, just like our relationships with our spouse, our relationships with our children, friends, and family. There's this balance of talking and listening. We're paying attention to them, and usually we're sacrificing some of our time to be with this person. Same with Jesus, same with our Lord. We're learning about this person. That's why it's so important to read God's word and to learn about Him, learn about what He wants us to do how he wants us to live when you're in a relationship with someone you you know them you get to know them and you accept them as who they are and you show them your true self that word vulnerable right we're vulnerable with them we're honest with them we're real we show them our true selves are we doing that with god sometimes yes sometimes no probably We often try to please people that we're in a relationship with. You know, we want to make them happy. Maybe we're cooking our husband his favorite meal. We're trying to do what they like. Maybe we're wearing that favorite dress that he likes on us, right? We try to please someone that we're in a relationship with. Same with God. And what's really important is that we show our love for others. And we show our love for the Lord by our action or maybe even inaction in 1st john chapter 3 verse 18 it says little children let us not love in word or speech but in deed and in truth so i need this reminder i was just praying over this verse and just reminding myself that my relationship with god is not just an idea something i say i do it it's action and i just wonder what are my actions communi- communicating to god and others I have to ask myself these hard questions and I suggest you you do as well. Are you watching YouTube videos or reading Twitter posts more than you study scripture or read good spiritual books? Do you set aside quiet prayer time most days? And quiet is in quotes, friends, because today I prayed and could hear my little kids doing their quote quiet time playing together. I mean, I don't always have a quiet house. I rarely do, really. But do we set aside that prayer time to be with God and have a real relationship with Jesus? Do we try to pay attention during church? I know it's really hard. When we go to Mass as a family, we do every Sunday. The kids are there. Three little kids, five, three, and one. I guess almost six, almost four, and then one and a half almost. So they're getting a little older, but still young, right? And it's busy. You know those 18 month olds man they are busy constantly moving constant motion so it's hard to pay attention i get distracted but are we trying are we trying to really listen to what's going on and enter into the mass or if you're not catholic enter into whatever church service you're attending are you trying to enter in and form that real true deep meaningful relationship with your lord He's our savior. We love him. We want to be close with him. And so part of that is spending time with him and paying attention at church, doing our best. And do we speak kindly of others? This is something that I think if we love God, our love for others can flow out of that. And speaking kindly about others is a way we show our love for God, I believe. Okay, I'm going to read two verses, actually three verses from Hebrews, and then I'm going to introduce our guest today. Hebrews 12 1 to 2 says, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus who is the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Let us run with perseverance. So that means this prayer life thing, it's going to be a fight. We are trying to persevere in this race. Our life is a race. It's a battle and we can ask our Lord to help us with it and to have a real relationship with Jesus. We need to persevere in this. Hebrews twelve twelve. therefore lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees. God knows we're struggling. He knows it's hard. He knows that prayer time is a fight. He knows that having a real relationship with him is something we have to persevere in we have to lift our drooping hands, cling on to those prayer hands, strengthen our weak knees, get on our knees and pray to the Lord. So let's now talk about our guest because this ties in perfectly. One way we get to know the Lord and grow in our love and our relationship with him is to read his word. And Jodi Maccabee wrote this fabulous book called The Whole and Healthy Family, helping your kids thrive in mind body and spirit and in today's episode i'm talking with jody specifically about how to help kids thrive in their spirit in their spiritual life and how to help your kids be biblically grounded what does that even mean we're talking about how to speak god's word over them it's really powerful what jody shares And if you don't know about Jodi Maccabee, she's a photographer, writer, blogger, speaker, social media influencer, and homeschooling mother of five who lives in the Black Hills of South Dakota. She has a passion for health, wellness, parenting, and more. And she blogs her family's journey and shares tips for a healthy and active lifestyle. She's super encouraging. I love what she posts. She just has beautiful photos and beautiful captions to go along with them. She writes curriculum for creative and artistic learning in a homeschool environment, and you can find her at That's jodimockabee.com. That's J O D I M O C K A B E E.com, and that will be linked in the show notes. So, this book, The Whole and Healthy Family by Jody Mockabee, is excellent. I absolutely am loving it. I've read it, I'm rereading parts. It's so, so good. And I also want to point you to her website to look for her homeschool curriculum. You do not have to be a homeschooling family to benefit from this. I am actually highly benefiting from what she shares there. And I'm using her um, Verses to Song program. This is called Schoolhouse Curiosities Verses to Song. And what it is, each week in our homeschooling, I'm using one of these verses and when you get this package, this little bundle of verses to song, you get these um, mp3 audio files that you can play and they go along with each verse. So, for example, um, my daughter who's a first grader wrote out Ephesians 2:10. So this gets them to do the copy work of looking at something and copying it down the handwriting then we draw a picture so there's art in there and then listening to the song there's some music appreciation it's so much and talk about being biblically grounded we review this every day of the week in our homeschooling and it's just simply beautiful and I'm learning scripture too I mean these are verses that I've heard But it's wonderful to be able to memorize it. And if scripture memory is a goal of yours, I would highly recommend going to her website at jodymockabee.com and checking out what she has in her shop there. So Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. And so this verse, as I'm reading it, I'm thinking of this song, and I want to sing it out loud. I won't but um yes it's just so beautiful so Jodi is a wealth of knowledge why don't you just hear from her (laughs) let me get into the interview because you are going to be blown away by what she shares I'm so grateful for her time here I'm grateful that she wrote this book The Whole and Healthy Family there is so much you can learn from in here she even has recipes in the back of the book so cool I just really, really hope that this time listening to our conversation about being biblically grounded and how to help your kids thrive um, in their spirit specifically is just a blessing to you and your family today. So thank you so much for being here. Let's now hear from Jody Maccabee. This call is being recorded. Hey, Jody, welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. It is a joy to have you on the podcast today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Stephanie.
0: Yes, The Whole and Healthy Family. This book is so good. And like I said, uh, before we clicked record, I'm actually reading it. <laughs> I feel like um, sometimes as a podcast host, I skim books, but this one I've really taken my time to read. So everybody, Jody Mockaby is here today and If you don't know about her, you're going to learn about her. And you're going to learn about this book. It's called The Whole and Healthy Family, Helping Your Kids Thrive in Mind, Body, and Spirit. And just quickly, she's this homeschooling mother of five. If you're a homeschooler, you're going to want to know about Jodi. (laughs) Um, She has this passion for health, wellness, and parenting. And she shares her tips online and now with this book. Um, So I'm really excited for us to just talk about thriving? What is this idea of our children thriving and then also being biblically grounded? Um, But before we get into that, um, can you just share in general this idea of being a whole and healthy family and why that's so important to you and your family?
1: Sure. I, I think I'd like to start out with Luke chapter 10, where Jesus kind of charges his followers With this holistic approach um, to love, basically saying you shall love the Lord with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And I love how he included all of those parts of our being. It, It wasn't just with all of your heart. It wasn't just with all of your mind. So that's kind of where this idea of being a whole person or a whole family comes from is um, finding the places in your mind, body, and spirit to really equip your children mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, um, and just realizing that there's intent required in each of those. And it's pretty easy to get lopsided. You could be really focused on their spiritual lives. Um, but what we don't realize is that they physically need exercise and, um, agility and, and things to keep them mentally focused and mentally they need, you know, fresh time in nature and, um, the ability to learn and explore. And so they're all kind of working together to create this like whole person that Jesus actually calls out in Luke. And so that's kind of the idea of, um, raising up a whole child is just being really attentive to their physical needs, their mental needs, their spiritual needs,
0: and just acting upon those. Mm-hmm. So good. I, I can tend to sometimes even in my own life, like with myself, um, really focus heavily on my spiritual life and then forget that I need exercise. <laughs> it's like we're a whole person so i like that you call that out and and of course Jesus speaks to it because he spoke to everything that was important right and and this is important and so let's focus on the spiritual life though because i do love to talk about that on this podcast in a special way and this idea of becoming biblically grounded Um, One of your chapters is actually called that, Biblically Grounded. And when I saw that, I just knew this was what I wanted to talk about with you today. Um, Because you talk about how, you know, you're helping your kids thrive in all these areas. But what is it about being biblically grounded that you've seen in your family? And probably you could offer to everybody listening, including my family. I have little kids and, you know, we're just starting out. So, how have you seen this idea of being biblically grounded help your family thrive, like your family life um, just flowing out of that, that grounding in the Bible, in the truth of God's word?
1: Yeah, I think there's several different ways that we kind of practice that in our parenting. Um, I'll start with one of my personal favorites, and it's only because Um, The response is so immediate that you can just kind of see the fruit from it immediately. And that's kind of speaking biblical truth over my children consistently. Um, Since they were, you know, toddlers, I think my oldest was about five when we started. Um, We started speaking these biblical affirmations they are all rooted in scripture. Um, One of them is you are a mighty man of valor and the Lord is with you. Um, Another one is you are the head, you are not the tail. Another is you are a leader to leaders and a follower of Jesus Christ. You walk in favor with God and man. These are all individual phrases that I'll use to speak over the kids. You are bold and you speak the truth. You shall lend to many nations and you will never borrow. Another one is you are a blessing wherever you go. You are not a burden. And these affirmations, sometimes I'll list them all in a row and just take that moment to really connect with the child and look at them in the eyes and speak those over them. But other times they're kind of used to remind a child of what God says about them. Um, So, for example, you know, if you are dropping your child off to Sunday school or to a friend's house or something, Um, I always just say right before they leave, you are a blessing wherever you go. You are not a burden. And it kind of is twofold. It's one to remind them who they are in Christ. They're a blessing. But also it's like a gentle nudge of don't be a burden. (laughs) Yes, I love that. So, So rather than just saying something like mind your manners or make sure that you're well behaved, you're just speaking this like truth over them, this biblical truth that's positive and affirming, and it reminds them that they are a blessing. They are not a burden. And oftentimes they'll rise to that. You know, it's, it's positive.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: we use those a lot. We, we use them to affirm them in si- certain situations um, that come about. So if a child really sees favor from God in a certain area. And I'll just give one little example. Um, My second son is an avid outdoorsman. He loves hunting and my husband is not a hunter. So to try to equip this child with these skills was really difficult to do on our own. And so we just prayed and prayed with Everett, our son, to find somebody who would be willing to teach him and take him out hunting and we did that. We committed to doing that maybe every day for about a month or two. And um, providentially, one day that he was sledding on a sledding hill in our neighborhood. And my husband was talking to a neighbor and found out that he was a hunting mentor. And
0: wow.
1: so it just opened up this opportunity for my husband to talk to him about Everett and these you know strong passions that he has and these deep desires and longings that he has. And um, the man just offered to take him right away. And just a few days later, we got a call asking if he wanted to go boar hunting. (laughs) And they, they just fell into this wonderful relationship of mentor and mentee. And Everett had all different types of opportunities as a result of that. And that was definitely an answer to prayer. But what we could also tell Everett is you walk in favor with God and man, look what he's done for you. He knew the desires of your heart and he provided those for you. So um, just those affirmations to be able to see the fruit of them and for the children to witness having been told these things, but then also being able to see it actually come to fruition. That's been really beautiful and just a beautiful way to put scripture into our children. So that's kind of my favorite, um, Thing that we do with our children just to remind them of God's truth in the word. We also use scripture to guide and remind the children of who God is and kind of in a character development kind of way. And so I know that this might not be as easy for families that don't homeschool, but it lends, it's an easier tool if you're homeschooling because you're home every day with your children to kind of do this. But basically every Sunday, I don't do a lot of school planning. That's not really um, part of my philosophy. So I spend Sundays actually just in prayer. I um, really think about the previous week, if there were any kind of character issues to work through, if I noticed anything in the children, whether that's um, an academic hole that needs to be filled or some type of character development issue that needs to be tended towards. Um, I'll just pray and really ask for discernment on what, bible verse to pick for the following week and so um, oftentimes something will come up where where i'll think of a situation where the children were selfish or um, where a certain child really suffered with fear or anxiety or something like that and i choose the verse to memorize as a whole family um, based off of that one situation and so we will put the scripture to song And um, and we'll memorize this verse and the children have no idea that that it's in response to, you know, a selfish situation or a fearful situation or anything like that. We just memorize scripture that kind of tends to those weaknesses or those character flaws or those situations that happened. And I'll use that song um, in the scripture throughout the week. Anytime that comes up, I'll just start singing it. So rather than a child being fearful in a situation, I'll start singing um, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. And the other kids will just start joining in and singing. and, And sure enough, everything kind of calms down. And again, there was no conversation. I didn't have to yell, do not be afraid or stop being so scared. I just start singing the song. And it's just, again, a reminder of the truth that's within the word of God. And it's so powerful. It's its own
0: parenting book, you know? Yes, that's beautiful, Jody. I, here's my practical brain coming in. How do you choose the music?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, so they're not the most pleasant tunes, you know, a lot of times (laughs) happens. And I actually, I I have a shop. I sell some of our verses in the shop because they were, they became such tools for me for parenting, not just for the sake of my children, memorizing scripture, they really became, you know, a parenting tool. And um, so I started selling them. And if anyone, cares to take a listen, you'll find that we are not a super musical family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but I love it,
1: it. Yeah. Once you kind of start practicing with one or two, they just, you find kind of this rhythm or mm-hmm. I don't know, it to the verse and you kind of just throw some tune to it and it works.
0: That's really cool. I need to do that in my house. I feel like, I don't know what it is, but there's something about studying scripture for myself that I'm like, yes, of course, I need to be reading my Bible every day. But I guess I, you know, just letting people know I struggle with teaching my children scripture. I mean, I, I say things to them. I read them Bible stories. I'm doing all those things. But The scripture memorization, I've always kind of struggled with, and it's one of my goals actually this year with our homeschooling time. And again, I have really little kids, so that's probably part of it. (laughs) You know, I have five three and one-year-olds, so they're little, but I know that the five and three-year-olds would love adding that element of music. I mean, the one-year-old would like it too, because it'd be like a nursery rhyme to her probably. Um, But I do think that there's something about music and God gave us that gift of of song, whether you can sing on pitch or not, that's fine. Um, But yeah, it's just, it lightens the mood. I I often put on worship songs um, when we're kind of having a stressful moment in the day, usually that four to 5 p.m. range, a little bit of that witching hour. um, Everyone's a little tired and hungry. Um, So yeah, I often play worship songs at that time. But I think Yeah. Singing scripture. And maybe even, you know, I talk about on the podcast about moms reading their Bible. Um, but maybe whatever you're reading as the mom taking that scripture, similar to where you, you pray on the Sunday and and try to figure out what scripture you should memorize. Maybe as the mom, like just figuring out, okay, what am I drawn to right now? I'm, I've really been pouring over John 15 at the moment. Um, for the last few weeks. And so maybe I could set something to music about Jesus, you know, being the vine and where the branches. So thank you. That's really practical. Just beautiful advice, Jody. And I feel like it's something anybody could do. I don't think you have to be a homeschool parent um to do that because you could do it in the evening before bed, like praying over your children words of scripture, speaking it over them. I love that. And I'm just curious, when did you start this? Were, were your kids really little or was it something you grew into? I'm just wondering because, you know, I have little kids and I, I feel like, oh, am I not doing enough? I mean, I think that's a lot of us moms think that, right? I'm not doing enough. I'm not teaching them enough scripture. Um, so could you encourage the moms listening and maybe me too? <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: So we did start probably around the ages that you have. I didn't start homeschooling until my oldest was seven. Okay. So I had seven, five, three, and twin one-year-olds. So similar spread that you have going on right now. And I realized that um, it could be combined with academics. So if the children you know, did copyright with the Bible verse itself, and oftentimes they would draw you know, structure on their page, some something having to do with the verse or a border or something on their page that they did the copy work with, it actually turned into beautiful art as well. Wow. So we just have years and years of scripture written out in manuscript and cursive with illustrations and painting and those are all memorized and put to song. So I tried I to kind that. of and bring the whole aspect into it of um, the mental needs mixed with the artistic kind of physical needs with the spiritual need as well. So it's it's kind of a holistic approach to um learning scripture. And that if if your listeners are interested, there's a notebooking manual in my shop that kind of teaches you how to create those artistic pages. And again, you've got the verses to song, and those actually include copywork pages that your child can just practice their copywork to this to the song that they're memorizing. So,
0: wow, that's lovely Jody. I didn't even know all that. Wow, that's okay. so cool. I'm like, um, I'm going to be going di- di- di over to your shop. Where should people go? Jodymacabi.com.
1: Jody, yep, yeah. jodymacabi.com and all of those resources are there and they were created not for the sake of business as much as just wow, this really worked well in our homeschool. It really simplified our homeschool. And so I wanted to be able to share those resources with everyone and um, have just a go to place because I would get so many inquiries when I would share what we were doing. And so this way people can just go and purchase and um, all their questions will be answered there.
0: That is beautiful. And it's very Charlotte Mason of you. I love it. I love it so much. I love just your approach to things and, and just this idea of treating, yeah, the child as the whole person and, and remembering we're each a whole person, us moms too. And, um, is there any encouragement you want to leave the moms with today?
1: I think you actually just said it. And that is, I, I think one of the most important parts of parenting, especially in the early years, um, when it's just so physically draining and it really does take your sleep and it takes your attention and, and it's very physical in those early years is to remember that you are a whole person as well. And um, that it's important to tend to yourself physically, spiritually, and um, mentally. And to just, if if you can flourish as a mother, then your children w- will flourish. And so that's kind of my encouragement too is as you're taking care of your children make sure you take care of yourself and you can do that together through eating nourishing meals together through going on a nature hike together through memorizing scripture together all of those things have benefited me probably more so than they have my children so that's lovely
0: thank you Jody so yes. good. I I seriously enjoyed having you. <laughs> I feel like I got to talk about something that I really wanted to hear about too. So I also pray that this just blesses all of you listening to just remember, yes, you are a person, mama friend. You just are and you matter. And like Jody said, it's important to tend your mind, body and spirit and you can do it with your children. I love that you said that. That's just such a good reminder. We don't have to be leaving and going outside of the house, which you certainly can leave to to get a break and everything, but we can also do it at home with them and nourish ourselves, nourish our family. Oh, this is so fun. So wonderful. I'm so grateful for your time, Jodi. And everybody go check out her book, The Whole and Healthy Family, Helping Your Kids Thrive in Mind, Body, and Spirit. Thank you again for being here, Jodi. Thank you
1: so much for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for listening today, friend. I'm so grateful to have you here as part of the 500 Seconds to Joy community. And if you love what you heard here, please share it with a friend. Let's build up the body of Christ and spread joy and love to more Christian families just like you. Until next time, I am so grateful to have you here. And I am praying for you and your family. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now.